Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to the Nevada Wild Podcast, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm this week's host, Aaron Keller, and today we have a special guest, Remy Warren, native Nevadan and local to the Reno area, big game hunter, wild game cook, uh, yeah, a bunch of, a long resume for Remy, and today he's going to drop some knowledge on his big game application strategy, kind of what he's looking forward to this year, and uh, should be a pretty cool conversation uh so we're just gonna get right into it yeah thanks for coming in yeah thanks yeah this is that time of year where nevada applications are out and it's i'm pretty excited i'm pretty addicted to the endow website at this point i could probably cite statistics i I mean every night in, in bed just going over stats and harvest reports from last year and draw odds and bonus points that I've gone through that site. I have probably 90% of it memorized and then I keep changing. I've got this little list and I put my top unit and then it's scratched out and there's another, my ones and twos are swapped based on new data. <laughs> nice. It's like, man, I just, I spend most of my focus right now is just on Nevada apps and the excitement level going into it. Hopefully the, the excitement in, is the excitement out? But e- either way, at least I like help my friends and give them some ideas. And right, yeah, that's all. Like all day today, I've just been calling my friends back and forth. What do you think about this? Oh, I, I, did you see this stat? Oh, did you see this? What have you heard about this area? You know, a lot of that going. <laughs> You're on trying right to now. confuse yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Talk myself out of a good idea. <laughs> right. So, so you're going through all the numbers, then? Yeah, I, I I go through the numbers a lot. Um, a lot of it too. It just depends. You know, there's just so many ways to look at it, right. really. Um, because some of the stuff do, I do, I like to go. I'm always looking for that next best area, uh-huh. the area that yeah. nobody else is applying for, but I feel like I can have good success. And some of the areas I've never even been in or don't know anybody that's hunted them. Yep. Um, especially, mostly for deer, at least. Right. Um, and and I I always do the archery tags for deer because. I started the actually the re, original reason that I got into archery was just because I wanted to draw tags and I wanted to be able to hunt every year. And yep. it's getting a little bit harder now, even with the archery tags. But still, I think there's only been one year that I didn't draw an archery tag um, in Nevada because I'll always do my last few choices as something that I know I can. I always look for that area. It's like okay, there was leftover tags here. Yeah, I'll that's a, same that. with me. I yeah. started. I swapped over to archery. You know quite a while ago now but that was my reason was to draw t- more tags and uh then then i started putting my last two choices were were units that i've never been to yeah or units that i'd never hunted in i guess and that's kind of uh, what i do as well as i have a few units that i put that are hard to draw that's like all right if i get if my name gets pulled early yeah awesome hit yeah exactly <laughs> i'll 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 put that top choice up there just like everybody else right and then i put some that i've hunted a lot and would prefer to hunt not that they're a better unit than anywhere else it's just that's where i go yep and then after that i put something that i've never hunted that just would be fun Mm -hmm. and then my last choice generally something that i will hopefully draw as yeah, like, like a, a last ditch effort yeah exactly yeah. Yep. yeah that's my that's my mule deer strategy but what areas i look into it just depends i mean it gets 
there's there's so many different units in Nevada. And honestly, I I've, I'm of the belief that no matter what unit you have, you could find a good buck or find a good hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never had a bad hunt really in Nevada. I've had hunts that were really hard and I hardly saw anything, but right. it's still a great, it's like, Hey, at least I'm out here. I get a chance. There's, it's better than you know, not having a tag. Cause for a long time, I just would try for hard to get tags and then wouldn't have a tag and it was tough. And that's actually, I mean, my background, I I've hunted a lot of places and get to hunt a lot of places every year. And it was partially because of that. Like I just never felt like I was hunting enough. So I'd go to other States (laughs) and then I'd learn other States and other places. And then I kind of started going to other countries and learning to hunt there. And whether it was guiding somewhere or hunting, you know, I always would just try to find ways to be out there and be hunting. And that's the cool thing. I think now that maybe we didn't have when I was growing up is so many different opportunity hunts in Nevada right. that I actually get really excited about now. Like some of the horns shorter than years tags, the cow elk tags, the spike tags, like the U tags. There's a lot of, there's a lot more ways to actually get a tag in Nevada than when I first started applying it. Cause when I first started applying, there wasn't even junior tags, you know, they right. started like yep, midway too, through yep. growing up. So I was lucky and used, put in as a party, my first year tag, I actually drew a deer tag when I was 12, um, just right, right out, out of town here in Reno. And it was because my dad had like five points and we put it in as a party. Yeah. And then we ended up drawing that tag, but it wasn't until maybe the next year or two years later that they had the junior draw. And that, and then that was, I think that was probably one of the best things that Nevada did because you could actually get tags. Oh, I, I remember turning yeah. 12 and so excited that I could deer hunt and worried to death that I would not be able to it's hunt. It's the anywhere. worst thing when people, uh, like when we hear parents that like, don't know that we have junior tags and they already applied in the old system. Now in the new system, they can go in and change stuff around. But yeah, we were like, man, you missed out oh, but, yeah. or, or kids that don't turn 12 until after they're in the season. So they don't qualify, but Oh, yeah. I didn't know. Oh, but so if they aren't 12 before the season, then they don't qualify for that. Then they just go in the big oh, okay. with the adults for that first year. Gotcha. But yeah, the youth tags are awesome. Yeah. I yeah, that's a, that's a cool thing as far as, like, new hunters coming in and wanting to get tags is, you know, young hunters have a really good opportunity. I almost wish that there was something similar for people that have never hunted before. You know, when yeah, my we've wife talk, started. We've, we've like, been brainstorming ideas, like uh, ways that, you know – People can get into hunting, right? Yeah. Better draws or certain things. But our in Nevada, our draw is so scrutinized, right? It's yeah. so locked down that it's really hard to change things. But that's so, the nice but, thing about some of those other like opportunity hunts is some of the horns shorter than years and stuff like that. Cow hunts. Cow hunts. Super popular yeah. now. We've created cow hunters in Nevada. Oh, now. yeah. Like, now it's like that. that's almost better than a lot of – I mean, if you had to go, okay, do you want a mule deer tag or a cow elk tag? There's That's people a tough that, choice. Yeah. that is, it really is because they're delicious. It's a fun hunt. It's a great opportunity. It's a good time of year to be outside. Yeah. It's yeah. great. There's, there's yeah. a lot of good things about it. Yeah. So you're all archery for mule deer. Yep. All archery for mule deer. And then I pretty much go all archery for elk. Anything that there's a designated archery season, I, yeah. I pretty much do archery. Um, and then your waiting period for, yeah, I, I'm on my waiting period for California bighorn and, antelope now nice yep yeah 
yeah. tough to be you huh? yeah <laughs> that's not bad <laughs> when you're on a waiting period it's like yeah. now now though it's like as long as you're on your waiting period and we're successful that's right. not yeah. so bad right. when you're on your waiting period but you weren't successful i've had a few of those that's not as that's yeah. not as fun <laughs> yep so what about elk are you uh you're in on elk. i'm in on elk yeah nice. I've, I've actually um this is my third year applying for elk now after i drew a tag uh, i guess it'd be 13 years ago now and how do you order your elk choices then um, you know, I, I pick my elk choices based on, I kind of just go the best areas down because I I've drawn a tag already. Mm-hmm. So I figure, well, might as well, I, I'd like to better the elk that I got. I did, I drew a rifle tag out in Ely, um, in the shell creeks on my first hunt. So I drew that and I had, I couldn't hunt the, I was actually working and couldn't hunt until the end of the season, like mm-hmm. the last four days of the season. So a yeah. lot of bulls are busted, and I ended up getting a nice bull. But yeah. I, I want to draw that tag archery or a tag archery. So I put yeah. five cho- archery choices and just kind of go with just kind of all down that like eastern yeah, side of the state, something like that. Up, yeah. um, but you know, there's a lot of areas that are coming on too with high populations and a lot more tags, and might be you know some good access and maybe be able to draw it earlier with you know come at, having coming in now with fewer points right and then um, i know you like to get like back off of you know yeah, off like the to, road so yeah, there's so some units that are great know, for that down yeah there, any so. of the wilderness areas are fun to you know i've always liked thinking about drawing a elk tag in 16 which is right. pretty coveted a lot of people put in yeah. for it you know so i always put that as a choice and i mean I kind of base my elk choice on it's more of I would just be getting really lucky at this point. And so put in the stuff like if I happen to get lucky, this is where right. I'd like to hunt. You but know? three points for elk, you're not that far off. I mean, yeah, it's getting there. Yeah, you could draw. And- yeah, my dad, my dad drew his elk archery elk tag last year with five points. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I drew my first elk tag with um, 11 points. Yeah, it seems like eight is kind of like the sweet spot for yeah. archery bull. But yeah. Anywhere in there, I think you'd. Yeah, that's what it's. It's good. I like that. The optimistic yeah, right? hope. Yeah, <laughs> that's me because I have two. Yeah, <laughs> so good. <laughs> I got. I I killed my bull and then had to wait the full ten years, and then the year that I was back in was the year that we switched it to seven years. Yeah, me so, as well. So, so we, I got lumped in with the other people that didn't have to wait as long as me. So, oh wait, so you had finished your ten years? Yeah. Yeah. So the year that I finished my ten years, then it changed to seven. To seven. Yeah. Yeah. So we're the same. Yeah, because I had a friend that got his tag a few years after me and we could both we're both yeah, eligible right? at the same time i was, I was like oh so you know mad. what <laughs> yeah. i put in my time <laughs> what about that's you? what i said i should get three points yeah back. and my and the same thing happened on the antelope i was on a waiting period then they changed it yeah and uh and then my buddy could apply but i and we could both apply at the same time but we'd shot him a yeah. few years apart trust me it's tough especially because yeah. i work for endow yeah. you know so <laughs> i'm like this stuff that keeps working against me and from yeah. our own office but, but yeah. there's times too where it's like that's i, I mean i kind of like how you're you aren't grandfathered in to it like right. that would could you imagine that if that right. would be a bummer yeah if you'd got it and everyone else now only has to wait and you have to finish out your waiting yeah period, right i got three like, more years yeah that'd be such a bummer <laughs> <laughs> yeah right on well i think we've been we've been ripping through a bunch of info i think we're gonna take a quick break and uh we'll come back you're listening to nevada wild Long gone, just get you on. 
If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. I'm your host, Aaron Keller, and today we have special guest Remy Warren yeah. in the house. Talking hunting tactics and applications. Application strategy and everything else. We're you know, coming we're mid to the end of March now and everybody's doing their homeworks, crunching numbers and crunching scribbling numbers, notes crossing and fingers. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. all I think it's just more of part of it for me is the application is as fun as drawing the tag sometimes and even like the hunt prep. There's all it's all just part of the experience for me of what I might be hunting. And some of it's just dreaming and some of it's actually right. you know, thinking of like, well, man, this would be a cool possibility. Um, it's just that time of year where you just get to talk with your friends and be like, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? I don't know. I'm thinking this, is this the new hot thing? And we're going to get tags here. Is this it? Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's just like a, kind of a lot of excitement uh, for me. I mean, I've hunted a lot of different places, but I love hunting Nevada more than anywhere. Like I get more excited about the Nevada. If someone asked me where, if you, you could hunt anywhere in the world, where would it be? It'd probably be Nevada. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's got phenomenal hunting, but it's also just that almost nostalgia of this is where you grow up hunting. This is, these are the kind of mountains that I like and I'm used to. It's the type of hunting that I like. And the fact that the thing that I love about Nevada is just so much public land Nobody's telling you you can go here, you can't go there. You aren't fenced out of most, like you can access almost anywhere you draw. You just show up and go hunting. And that to me is like, there's a certain freedom in that that you can't find a lot of places. Yeah, that's a pretty cool experience. Yeah, I didn't really, I guess, I think about it all the time, but I guess I didn't really think about like hunting all over the world. Like that would be a problem, I guess. Yeah, there's a lot of places where you have to be on private to hunt. And there's other places where you know, access is very limited or, um, you know, a unit might be small because you can only go into this certain part of the unit because everything else is blocked off. So it's cool in Nevada where you can draw a tag and you can say, okay, like you can pull out your maps and you'll find somewhere to hunt. There's, there's a lot of access. Right. That's, that's cool. It's like, you don't have to worry about how am I going? Once I draw the tag, how am I going to find a place to hunt? You can just literally load up your truck and head out there and be like, that mountain looks good. Yeah, we'll go check that out. Because very, there's very few places that you can't get to. Right. And I guess that's a good point for like any non-residents that are listening, right? The oh, leap yeah. to like get into hunting in Nevada is not just draw a tag and then start planning, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> that's that's that The barrier to entry is just drawing the tag, really. Right. Um, and that's where the pre, like the pre-planning in the application process, I think is, is kind of important is trying to find a tag that suits what you're looking for there. Nevada has a little bit of everything. It's got some of the best trophy potential in the world for elk, mule deer, some desert sheep, antelope. Like it's got incredible hunting for species, but it's also got some places where it's easier to draw tags like earlier rifle hunts that don't have as much demand in units that might have lower densities, but you can get that, those tags with a little bit of looking around, you can find a tag that suits what you're looking for and, you know, hopefully have an opportunity because any unit you go into, I feel like you can find, find something I've had, a probably one of the harder hunts I've done was an early rifle hunt, but it was cool because my dad, my two brothers and I all had 
a tag right. at the same time. We all got bucks. Yeah. They weren't very big bucks, like little yeah. three points, whatever. Yeah. But it was it was one of the best hunts that I've ever done, even though I've been on a lot of hunts where I've taken bigger deer or whatever. It was just because we actually, my brother did the application, like led the application and right. accidentally put in the wrong units. Oh, yeah. Wrong, nice. wrong unit yeah. choice. And we're like, wait, we got rifle tags, not archery tags. But it was a, like, that's one month that we always fun, talk yeah. about how yeah. much fun it was yep. to just have that tag. And it was pretty challenging, especially because we hunted that area archery a lot, got into a lot of deer, but then went back later in the early rifle. It was like a ghost town. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. We're like, where are they? We know they're here somewhere, yep. but this is a, uh, it was a tricky hunt, but it was one of the best hunts that I've been on probably in one, one of my favorite memories, at least it was, it was a cool experience to be able to go on with everybody. And right. Just yeah. And that's part of it. Right. Some meat. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's part of like some people have that. They just want to go with their friends or they want to bring somebody new yeah. hunting. That's a, our party hunts are the, the best way to go. Really. If you can, Oh yeah. Then you're, you both draw together. You both can plan a trip. You can, yeah, it's awesome. And I think we get spoiled too. Cause we have the one-to-one draws or like the, even maybe a little bit harder to draw ones, but, and they're in units that almost get discounted, right? Cause yeah. there's a lot of tags or there's probably going to be a lot of people. So people don't put the, some guys kind of frown on that stuff. But for, if you just want to go hunting, those should be definitely like towards the end of your choices. If you want to go. Yeah. Because Nevada's cool because all five choices are looked at before they go to the next applicant. So if someone's not really familiar with the Nevada draw, that that's a huge factor in the way that I apply is I look at, okay, because it's kind of a weird system when you think about it, because everybody's actually in the same pool, and then what you're assigned, pretty much, I guess, you're assigned random numbers, one through 30 million. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they start issuing tags down the list. Yeah. So if you put something as your first choice, but there's people ahead of you that have now, now that's filled, you know, all five of your choices are going to get looked at before they go to the one guy behind you. So you can really, like what I like to do, and I mentioned this earlier, was just put some areas that are almost dream, this would be awesome. If yeah. I just got lucky and got drawn early, and then down to something where I can guarantee myself a tag. For deer, I don't, I don't remember the last time I've applied for deer with any points. And we generally apply as a part, I generally go in with friends as a party, so it's like at least, even if we aren't hunting together, we all have the same, we try to draw the same tags right? because that way you can bounce off them. Of, you know, there's a lot of times where I might be able to go this week and my brother can go next week, but he can gain the knowledge from what I saw the week yeah. before or, right. or if we can, we can all scout together or whatever, or overlap a day or, or yeah. set up a camp and yeah. then one guy comes in and another guy goes yep. out and sometimes it works out. We all get a hunt together, yep. um, help each other out, but you know, not all the time. So that's, that's the cool thing about the Nevada system is, for me, I feel like there's a little bit of strategy in the way that I apply based on my what I'm looking for. And I'm looking to have an opportunity, but also maybe get lucky and have a better opportunity. Right. And I think that's like, it, it is worth talking twice on the same podcast about is the ordering of your choices is probably more important than any part of your strategy. Right. Because how you, could, you put them down. If I put an area... And I see a lot of people do this is I'll look through and see who put what is first choices or whatever. If you put an area that's really easy to draw as your first choice, you will probably get that area. Right. But you don't know which 
if you would have put it as your last choice, you probably would have got that same area too, but you might have gotten something better. Yeah. So it really depends. Like I, I, I never try to put an area that's in higher demand. I try to organize my choices based on demand. So Mm -hmm. I put the hardest in demand choices first down to the easiest to draw. Now, if you just want to hunt a certain area, put that first. Yeah. That's simple as that. But you're almost wasting a few choices on some pretty awesome hunts in Nevada if you don't put them earlier in in your choice selection. Yep. And, and there, I mean, if you start crunching numbers and really start looking into the data, there's units that all, they're all drawn on the first choice or they're all drawn on the, like the second choice where they're gone. And so if you put them third, fourth, or fifth, you're basically wasting a choice. Yeah. Because they're not going to get to you anyway. Yeah. Or you'll have drawn something else before you get to that one. Yeah. So you're looking to get into the backcountry this year then? Or what are you you thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking for me, you know, I want to do a backpack deer hunt. If I I can draw an archery, early season archery tag, that would be awesome. Uh, I always put in with uh, a couple friends and my brother and my dad as a, we do a party of five, which is the max mm-hmm. this year. I, there's a couple areas that I really want to hunt and I haven't been able to draw a tag cause there's just not enough tags for a party right. of five to reasonably get. So I'm going in the draw by myself this year, Are which you? is a, it was a kind of a hard thing to say. Yeah. I, or maybe, maybe we might do two of us. Yeah. Um, but we're kind of breaking up our, our breaking up the team, breaking man. Up, breaking up the team, man. <laughs> We've had good luck too, but we broke it up last year too. And um, my brother and friend drew a good tag, and uh, my dad got a point, and then I got uh, my last choice, which was still a great hunt. So, so do you go help them then when they go when they oh, have yeah. tags and yeah, stuff? Yeah, when you they go have tags, yep. Spot for them, yep. Spot camp and hang yeah, out exactly. And, nice. and it, it's actually kind of fun too. They drew a late season archery tag, so it was it was nice where they draw. Uh, just out O two one here. Nice. Yep. And good was, tag. Yeah, it was a great tag. It's hard to get and it was a fun tag. It's, but it was, there was tough fog. last year. It was tough. It was fog. Those late season hunts, even those um November hunts, mm-hmm. they aren't that long compared to the well, at least the ones that I could. Yeah, what do you of. get? Like a weekend, I yeah, think. Yeah, you or get like a one like, one week yeah. essentially. Yeah. And in that you get an inversion and you can't see there is an inversion last year. Yep, there was, was two days you could actually hunt during that whole season. It was bad. Yeah, which we were try- I was trying to figure out if it was good or bad for archery, right? Because you could hike in the fog, but you but couldn't find you the deer. couldn't see the deer, and then if it ever broke, you'd be right there. But yeah, and they're pretty yeah. keyed in. Like they can, I think they're pretty aware in that fog. Yeah, they're kind of on. It seemed like they were kind of on edge. And the snow was crunchy. Yeah. It was really, yeah. really tough. But my brother ended up getting a good buck, and my buddy Joe uh, put some stocks on some nice deer. But mm-hmm. it was just when we saw deer, it was go time. There was no, right. Get up there, there was no room. For <laughs> and those error. mountains are steep. Too. Yeah, it was like it was like okay. At first, my brother was being pretty picky, and then and then he couldn't see for five days, and he's like, "Man, this season's almost over." Yeah, it and starts getting it, stressful. Yeah, and then we ended up spotting a good buck on the second to last day. It cleared up up high. And then he got it like the last or the second to last day, something like that. I think the second to last day he ended up getting a deer. So nice. Something like that. And um, any buck in that condition is. Yeah, it was great. So it was fun. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys get some good photos then in the fog? Oh, or yeah. Like we got some cool... great, yeah. It was like the inversion and you're thinking your way, you feel like you're in the middle of nowhere and you know that you aren't you're right. 30 minutes from town. So yeah, that's cool. awesome. Yeah. Well, man, that's like we blew right through it. 
again that's it yeah that's it (laughs) so i think we'll probably have you back in or see if you can maybe swing by and we'll chat again yeah definitely because there's a bunch of other questions that i had for you just how you got started in the whole production side of it and oh yeah everything else that would be really cool to to chat about so yeah well anytime i'm i'll be around and we'll we'll chat it'll be fun right on all right thanks for listening guys again next week for our next adventure nevada wild it's a production of the nevada department of wildlife